0: It's time for the main event of your day. Yo, what is up, Unexpected Fam? I am Dustin. And I'm Chriselle. And we are here with our WrestleMania reactions, review, whatever you want to call it. We are here and ready to talk about the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania, WrestleMania 38, that happened over the weekend. Chriselle, first of all, just how are you feeling, you know, tonight? Because, guys, we're recording these on two separate nights.
1: We are fresh off the press. Like, it is 12, 19 a.m., the pay-per-view night one just- just ended premium live event, whatever, for the people that won't let it go.
0: Yeah, we are fresh, like getting right into this. Um, So, this episode is releasing on April the 6th. We just want to say that the next two weeks we'll have episodes coming out on the 10th and the 17th, special episodes for you guys because we will be out of town because we are going on a vacation.
1: And it's Justin's birthday.
0: Yes, it is my birthday. So, <laughs> we'll be out of town the next few weeks. So, just like to a little bit of housekeeping, we'll be having special episodes drop on the 10th and the 17th for you guys to. So, make sure you guys stay. Stay tuned to the podcast and turn on post notifications and all that good stuff so you don't miss an episode. But as I like briefly mentioned earlier, we are doing, you know, two separate nights of Mania. We're doing two separate reviews, but we're going to combine them into this one episode. So as of right now, we just finished night one. Like Christelle said, it's 12, 19, 12, 20 at this point, And we're going to talk about night one. We're going to run through the entire card, talk about how we felt about it. And then at the end, we'll give our overall thoughts on night one. And then, you know, later on in this episode, you guys will hear our thoughts on night two. But night one of WrestleMania is over. Over and overall thoughts just really quick chriselle like it just happened fresh out just quick overall thoughts of night one of wrestlemania
1: i'm glad it was better than i was expecting it to be that's i think that's like the overall i know we both talked pretty negative going into this yeah. like this event but i think it it definitely held better than we expected it it over
0: delivered i think um and I, I feel weird saying that because I look at the talent that was in there and I'm like, oh, it should have been this good, right? But I think that night one was definitely very, very good.
1: I think WWE has lost the trust of like their the quality that they can give out. But at the end of the day, they do kind of know what they're doing. So it it did, it, they're great performers. Well,
0: it's funny though, because there was a time where WWE was really not missing on pay-per-views. I think it was around sometime last year, but they weren't missing. Like every pay-per-view was a hit and the build sucked but the matches were so good. And the moments are so good that you were like, the pay-per-views are really good. And that's kind of how I felt with this mania. Of course, just night one, we'll get into night two later, but let's hop into it. Um, because there were highs and lows. I think I'm a little bit lower on it, but I think some of the moments of tonight were phenomenal. Um, so we'll get into it. We started off the night, of course, with Usos, the Usos versus Nakamura and Rick boots for the SmackDown tag team titles. The match itself was okay, but we're not going to kind of crucify this match because it's not right. Yeah.
1: Um, If, if you guys don't already know, Rick Boogs did get injured in the match. Yeah. So it, it just feels wrong to talk any negative speak yeah, about it because they had to like quickly change how they were gonna do the match. Yeah. You could see Jimmy and Nakamura talking like on the floor, like, "Hey, like let's switch this up," type of situation. And so it ended up being a little rush. Yeah.
0: It, um, and Rick Boogs' injury, like he is legitimately injured. I know when it happened, some people were like, "Oh, he's faking it," you know, like a like a uh, work it, injury. Mm-hmm. But then some people are like, "No, like he looks legitimately injured." when i first saw it i was like oh he kind of buckled kind of weird and uh, you know i've watched enough wrestling to know like when a wrestler buckles like when they're working it looks different than what boogs did like he literally like crumbled so i kind of thought there was, and then i saw the doctor and everything and i was like oh man so um wwe themselves did report it so this is coming directly from their mouths no third party sources they said rick boogs has a tor quadriceps patella tendon and he will need surgery and they said he'll be getting it within the next few days so one can only assume that he'll be out for months on end so i'm Not here to crucify this match. I thought the match was okay to begin with anyway. Um, this was one of the matches that I was least excited for on night one, and I mean the whole overall card in general, but night one as well, because I felt like this was a match that could have gone on SmackDown. Um, and then throughout the match, pre-Rick Boog's injury, of course, I kind of maintained that fact. And I was like, it's okay, but like, is it WrestleMania? Is it a WrestleMania match? And I was like, eh. (laughs) Um, but then Boog's injury just completely, you know, changes the landscape of everything.
1: No, I completely agree. It wasn't anything terrible. And I I even even if Boogs stayed in, I don't think it was going to be like a
0: classic. Not even close enough. But
1: it was, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the, the, we got the same outcome. I think everybody kind of knew the Usos are winning this match. Um, I don't think Boogs' injury had any effect on who was winning. I think the Usos were always going to win the match. But, I mean, overall with this one, all I gotta say is, best wishes to Rick Boogs for a very healthy recovery. It's funny, today we were recording an episode and I was kind of talking some trash about him. Um, and, I mean, I maintain my same facts of his in-ring ability. Like, your injury doesn't get my but sympathy. But that doesn't go like,
1: as, like, he's a person. Yeah, but, like, the- <laughs> A
0: human being, um, the human being because he does seem like a really great, great person a human being, so I'm just wishing health and recovery to him and heal up as fast as he can. Um, but then we moved right into Drew McIntyre versus Baron Corbin or Happy Corbin or whatever you want to call him, Broke Bum Corbin, whatever <laughs> you want to call him. Um, and it, this was interesting to me too because w- so we subscribe to Fightful Select, right? And we can get the rundowns of the show. So this show, they showed that not they showed but they posted the entire rundown of the show, and I looked at it and I said, Man, WWE ain't gonna really get me until about the fourth match and that is kind of when they got me because they started off with the tag team match I didn't really care and then they moved into Drew versus Madcap which was the match I was actually least excited for because I love Drew but I don't love I said Madcap I'm sorry but I don't love Happy Corbin I don't love the gimmick and I don't care about the match this was also one that I was like this could have been on Smackdown and it would have been fine um it, it was okay it was okay the biggest spot for me was Drew kicking out of the end of days because no one has ever done that before ever so that was a huge Moment, um and then I mean him like hitting the ropes was kind of cool with the sword. But overall, for me, this was also in addition to the first match. It was missable.
1: It was missable, and I. But again, it was better than anticipated. I think this was the first. Like I don't know. I I'm over. I don't really enjoy Corbin or Madcap, and but I love Drew. Uh, they got the correct winner, and I, I like. Just, they had some just entertaining spots. Like it's nothing. I wouldn't say it's above a seven. I would give it maybe a solid like four
0: or five. I gave it a four. Yeah. Like,
1: like it wasn't like booty horrible or anything like that, but I, again, like I think it's with the pay per view itself, it was starting off pretty slow.
0: Yeah, like the like in that, and I think that was a thing for me. It just started off so like,
1: and ugh. and when you start off that way, you kind of forget what the pay per view pizzazz can be. But but later on
0: on the card, like, they it, got to it. It got to they it. They yeah. got to it. I, slow
1: start, but it got there. <laughs> like
0: you guys know how cynical I can be when I really don't like something. They got to it. We'll get there. So let's let's give a number to these matches out of ten. So you give this one a four. Or five like
1: where yeah, you I'll,
0: I'll give it was a four and a half I gave it a four I, th- I think it was okay mm-hmm. like it was okay the kick out at the end of days was the best part of the match um and then we're not gonna grade the first match because of an injury like I don't, think that, <laughs> I don't think that's really fair but we're gonna continue to move on and we're gonna keep chugging we had the Miz and Logan Paul versus the Mysterios this match was the first one that I was like this is better than I expect not it was great don't get me wrong because I don't think it was anything super special but it was better than I expected because Logan Paul was extremely better than I expected I did not think he was gonna be as good as he was in the ring and then also as a heel in this match he I was impressed and I don't like Logan Paul but I know when to get flowers like I don't love Sammy Guevara but I know when to get flowers Logan Paul was really good in the match
1: I hate Logan Paul but this match definitely made me raise an eyebrow and it's like hmm okay and then it's one of those things I saw a tweet it's like I don't want to say it I don't want to say it I don't want to say it Logan Paul did a good job he did, really well. he, he did good and the, I'm mad that I have to say that and I would literally just be a lie if I said he didn't do a good job but he did do good and I think the heel we've talked about it like he can't be a face like people
0: hate this guy rightfully so they did it right so but yeah
1: so he played it right and so
0: yeah he was he was good which was surprising and I mean the spot everyone kind of was like oh yeah this is really good heel work because I was saying it as me and Chris were watching sitting chilling and whatever I was like he's doing the three amigos spot and then he's doing the Eddie Frog. Spash off the top rope, and he hit all of them.
1: And he hit the shoulder shimmy. He hit
0: it all. But he hit it all. Like, sometimes it's like, oh, he's not going to, you know, finish the moves. He hit all yeah, of them.
1: Yeah, he hit every single one of his spots. And then one thing that I kept telling Dustin as we were watching was, he was very safe as far as, like, anybody yeah. he was working with, you could tell him, like, whether he's, like, over committing to a move or, like, a moveset or whatever, he is very much protecting the person that he's with. And I, that's a very huge thing because, you know, they, our bodies are already going through so much.
0: Yeah, and it's funny, though, Griselle, because I... I mentioned this to you when we were watching and I said that it, I, I feel like we didn't give Logan Paul enough credit going into to the match because I said like, you know, he, he does, he does boxing and everything. And mind you, boxing and professional wrestling are completely different fields. Like it's like saying football and basketball. Right. But still like we saw like videos of him training and everything. And mind you, I don't know how much time and effort he was putting in, but he's definitely a guy who has some athletic ability. It would reason to think that, you know, he can at least manage in there because I was going in, I don't know where you were going in with it, but I was going into the match thinking this is going to be dog God awful. <laughs> like really. I thought he was going to miss everything. I thought he was going to be trash. I thought he was not going to care. But he did everything he needs to. He needed to do. So I, I'll admit, like, I didn't give him enough credit going in.
1: Yeah, I didn't give him enough credit going in. And we're giving it a lot of praise. I think it's just because we were expecting so poorly of it. But that's not right. to say that it was an amazing match. There was a lot of nah. kinks and, like, wonky spots. Um, But it wasn't because Logan Paul didn't know what he was doing.
0: He was not the problem. I, I don't think he was the problem by any means. So And then we got the post-match little angle situation. Miz gave Logan Paul a... Um, Man, I can't even think it. Skullcrushing finale. There we go. I couldn't think of the move. And I guess we're setting up a Miz versus Logan Paul one-on-one match. Maybe.
1: Backlash, maybe.
0: Was it a just one-off move to Logan Paul? Who knows where we're going with it? But, I mean, I I had fun with this match. More fun than I thought I would. This was the first match where I actually kind of was like, okay, I, I enjoyed that a little bit.
1: I'm angry to say that I would be okay to see one more iteration of this. Like, one more thing with Logan Paul as a heel. I
0: I don't really mind. Yeah, just don't try to get us a cheer for Logan Paul because I think the heel stuff is good for him. You know, like him doing that heel roll, it works. So I was impressed with this match. Give it out of 10. What do you got?
1: Out of 10, um, I'm going to also give it a 4.5 for different,
0: for different reasons. I understand that. I, I give this a five. It was better than Drew versus Corbin for me and then we're not grading the first one. I give this match a five.
1: I feel like they're the same in, in, in like quality, but they're different kinds of quality, like different kinds of entertainment. They're the same in type of entertainment But different in wrestling. I I, enjoyed them about the same. So
0: for me, the reason that I put this match a little bit higher is because I'll remember this match come next week. Drew and Corbin, I'm gonna forget.
1: Fine, I'll do it a five. But I'm very spiteful because I don't like Logan Paul,
0: and I I get that it hurts my soul. No, I I get that, but I'm also gonna admit when he did his thing, he did well. But I mean, so I had mentioned that I thought the show was gonna start off slow, but boy did business pick up because Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair fantastic phenomenal um five stars i don't even know what to say about this match this match really kicked off mania for me
1: that's when mania started
0: this yeah this match for me was when i was like okay this pay-per-view is is looking pretty good because the other ones were they were okay but they weren't like ah you know wrestlemania feel this was the one where i was like okay this is wrestlemania feel and the other ones are like filler they felt like
1: pre-show quality
0: almost right like and this was the one where i was like yeah this pay-per-view has a chance or premium live whatever you want to call it. I was like, this has a chance to be a really, really good, a really, really good mania in the lineage of, you know, a WrestleMania. I mean,
1: they immediately came out and they look like rock stars.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, let's talk, let's talk really quickly about the entrances. Becky Lynch had like the Marvel cinematography thing going on. Like if you've seen a Marvel movie, you know how they do uh, like images and videos of like the past movies and everything. Becky had that with her past matches and entrances and moments and stuff. And then she comes in in the SUV out the back of it, big time Bex holding the title all the way down the ramp with the new hairdo i thought she looked fantastic what did you think about her hair
1: i like i like i already saw like on social media and stuff and so she has that, that paramore wolf type cut mm. so I, I think it suits her very well
0: yeah and then i mean i think bianca ugh, had entrance of the night of night one it, off the top of my head I'm, I'm we're gonna get to every match so i'm probably gonna think of something else. but for now i think bianca definitely had match of the night she had the marching band she had the full-on entrance with them playing her theme in the beginning skipping down to the ring both of their ring gear looked fantastic looked like superstars they you know like we we're gonna get to the main event of KO and Stone Cold but if that didn't happen right because I love KO and Stone Cold we'll get to that if that didn't happen this was your main event of night one it should have been because before even the match started I was like these two women are superstars by their entrances and their looks alone Becky's look was superstar Bianca's look was superstar Was fantastic.
1: You knew they were gonna come in and immediately handle business, and that's what they did.
0: And that's before they even rung a bell, you know, like because if and I'm saying from the perspective of I don't watch if you don't watch WWE every week, right? Like I do, you do, but let's just say you don't watch every week, right? Every video package is good, so you can get suckered into being like, okay, like these matches, like all like these, these matches should be hype. But like seeing their entrance was like that's a WrestleMania entrance. That is what it should be. Um, so I thought that was amazing. The opening sequence of the match was amazing. to me as well because Bianca goes for the handshake they kind of redo the manhandle slam spot but it gets countered and stuff showing a little bit of growth because that's something I didn't want to happen people were pitching Bianca should be Becky this time in like 25 seconds and I was like these two women are too good for another squash I don't want
1: that but they did play that in like I think within the first minute there was that they almost got me so close it was that it was they got to the two count but it felt like more like 2.75 like it felt very close to getting like the three
0: yeah yeah, and then, I mean, there was a ton of reversals, counters. It was everything you really want. The a spot I remember is Becky, you know, slamming Bianca onto the ring steps and that nine from the uh, ring official. And then Bianca gets in, and I was like, no way they're going to end this on a countout because I thought they would have the balls to do that. And I was like, please don't. This match has been so good. Don't taint it. And then, I mean, in my opinion, in my opinion, they made the right call. Bianca Belair winning the Raw Women's Championship from Becky Lynch was the right call. You can talk about, you know, the cultural significance against, and this, that, and the other if you want to, but just from a wrestling perspective, that's how you do a story. WWE doesn't do long-term booking. I don't know if they even had the thought of getting to this point back at SummerSlam. I doubt they did. Like I'm not going to give them credit, because I doubt they did, but they told a long-term story, probably accidentally, (laughs) but they told the story nonetheless, and these two women tore the house down. Bianca Belair standing victorious at her second WrestleMania in a row, and I said this to Chriselle, I said, Bianca Belair has WrestleMania victories. She's been in two WrestleMania matches. She has victories over Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch, both for championship belt, to win the belts. That is an insane resume in and of itself already. They have a true and legitimate superstar in Bianca Belair. She is your next Becky Lynch. She is your next Sasha Banks. You know, that quote-unquote next generation. They're all kind of close in age if we're really being honest. But that quote-unquote next generation outside of the four horsewomen, she is it. They need to give her a good title reign, run back the Becky match. I won't even mind that. But after that, do something meaningful with Bianca because she's so good and genuine and you really do just want to root for her. Um, So that's really how I felt coming out of it. And Becky Lynch, I wasn't a big fan of the heel Becky at first. She picked it up. She picked it up. I became a fan.
1: She definitely, I feel like she needed a little bit of time to like get the water hot with this, but she did deliver that. I a part of me wasn't going to be mad. Like It made sense for her to continue on her title reign, it wasn't to that point where, like, oh man, get this belt off of her already. Mm-hmm. I know I was very bitter when she first got it, but again, by the end, she was kind of winning me over, which I feel like as a heel, you shouldn't be doing. Like, I shouldn't like you. <laughs> she was good, she was, <laughs> but it was, do- it, I know it was a good job.
0: Yeah, she did her job as a heel, it was really, really good. So, out of 10, what do you give this one?
1: Uh, I'll give this one a seven. Oh, you're Eight?
0: low balling. I give it a nine and a half. Oh, sorry,
1: I saw this new thing. It's like, no sevens, no, no more sevens. Uh, I'll I give it a nine, nine nine. Sevens.
0: I give it a nine. I give it a nine. I give it a nine.
1: I will give it... I'll give it an eight and a half.
0: Really? You're a little lower on it than me? I give it a nine. I
1: don't really believe... I don't... There's Which matches would I give a... Because t- I just feel like... I'm I, not giving I, anything
0: a ten, 10, 10 but November, I got a, I got a nine and a half coming. That's why I gave this a nine.
1: I, I, I just think in, like, wrestling and, con- like total. Yeah. Like I just think of like which which matches are better for Bianca. And I just think there's like that one with like with Sasha was a little bit better. And that for me I think you a... can
0: have the argument. But I get it. So, I yeah. Get so it. for
1: I just that's why I'm not gonna give it the nine, uh-huh. but it's it's right it's right there. It's a very close one and I'm very be- and I was very happy. Yeah. Like it, like I it's not that it was a bad match or they that I feel like they're missing some I don't know. It just for me that's mm. that's just where well, well I
0: mean we're also discussing this right after it happened. So we may be a little high on like before of the moments and stuff, or maybe a little low. You know, things. Some things get better with time, so we don't know.
1: Or we're just tired. So whatever. yeah. So uh, well, I mean, <laughs> in December
0: we'll do a best matches, so we'll see where this one falls. But for now, I'm giving about a nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, I think the moment of the night happened next, and WrestleMania really picked up here because you had Seth Rollins in the ring, of course, mystery opponent. We saw it coming. It was Cody Rhodes, and what it, it was so loud in the arena, you. Couldn't even hear Cody Rhodes' music. And I didn't notice it at first because I was screaming myself. Because I saw it coming, but it was one of those things that you don't believe it until it happens. My gosh, what a moment.
1: I was trying to put up the volume because one, Dustin was screaming. And two, I wanted to actually hear the, like, the theme music come out. But the crowd was screaming. All you, All I was doing was putting up the volume and it was just more screams. I was like, I want to hear the entrance.
0: Yeah, the crowd was at a 12. Really the entire match, honestly the crowd was out of 12 I could go into specific spots of the match but I'm not even gonna do that it was a fantastic match if you didn't watch Wrestlemania um if you boycotted it for some reason and you didn't care about it or something watch the Cody and Seth match
1: if you chose Wrestlemania to be the time that you start burning all your Cody
0: Rhodes stuff like just go back and watch the it match. was it's a st- good match <laughs> like like WWE did what I didn't think they were gonna do they gave them boys 20-25 minutes and said just go out there and wrestle no nonsense just wrestle and what did they do they put on arguably the best match of the night.
1: exactly and not only that right so we didn't know that it was actually going to be Cody. like there was like 90 percent chance at that point it was a lot of speculation but i feel like with wwe they'll pull the rug out from under you at any point so it actually happened so that's great but they also kept the uh american nightmare situation and that's what was the the icing on top and there was just so much going on in ring work not necessarily just like their move sets but also just like sorry playing tribute to uh the Stardust and like uh, Dusty, Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes, Dusty yeah. Roads, like it, it, and then just like the Welcome to the Big League. Seth Rollins has always yeah. been the guy that's like talking crap about AEW, and it's like, oh, you're here now, like yeah, okay, like good, good luck. And like it, it just, was a little thing. It was all. It was, it was everything. It was everything, everything, and everything. Like, are we, are we to the ranking part for this one? Because I'm right. I could do, do in, in a half, in a
0: half a second. Because there's just one thing I want to mention, and it's the fact that they literally transferred AEW Cody Rhodes over to WWE. Everything, Even the entrance was the same, of rising out of the floor. Like, everything was AEW, Cody Rhodes. And I didn't think WWE would do that. I'm not here to get into the long term and long and short of it because I want to focus on the moment itself. It is, like, you talk about WrestleMania moments. That is something that I think our generation is going to carry with them for 20, 30, 40 years. When AEW is still booming, when WWE is still doing that thing, it, we're always going to remember Cody Rhodes. Rhodes going over to the other team really it being that first one it is everything and you already said everything else Chriselle I mean every moment everything it was a fantastic fantastic moment and a fantastic match I want them to run it back um because you have the story Seth can be like you caught me off guard I wasn't ready for it cool have him fight at Wrestlemania backlash and then you know we'll get into booking Cody at another date but that's what you do it's right there in front of you I am excited for Cody Rhodes in WWE get into your ranking of the match
1: well, oh, they're both the it boys, right? Like, they're both so entertaining. Like, they're they know what they're doing. I would give this one a nine and a half.
0: Nine and a half for me, this too. Is- I, I struggle giving out tens because I know what a 10 is in my brain. This was darn close, though.
1: Yeah, it, it was it was right there. It was from the start, it was a really good match. Start to finish was a good match. And I think the crowd
0: added to it. I, yeah, I think the moment.
1: I think they're realistically, I think I'm. If I'm trying to like go back and be a little more negative on it because I have the rose colored glasses that we just watched it. I think there was a few low moments like between like transitioning and sure. Um, I think like you said, like he's he's just got back to WWE. So I think there was I think the thing that won't make it a 10 is like the lack of um natural chemistry. I think mm-hmm. they were still trying to work on some things. It yeah. wasn't like sloppy or anything like that, because they're both they're two um, of the th- best in the world. Exactly. Honestly. So in that sense it was great, but I think there was still like some lulls in mm-hmm. the match. So I think but still for having lulls nine and a and, half is great <laughs> and i
0: mean cody hasn't wrestled a match since january late january i think it was i may be like it may have been february but he hasn't wrestled in a couple months and then also you got to incorporate the fact they haven't really worked together um you know i don't know when this match fully came together it's all of the little things aw and wwe wrestle two different styles as well you know there are two different styles of wrestling so it's all of those things incorporated but when you take two great wrestlers nine times out of ten you're gonna get a great match if you just get out of the way and credit to wwe and the backstage people and they they said here's 20 minutes go just wrestle like nothing else just wrestle and for me it's the match of the night it might be the match of mania we'll see you know when night two comes but i can't say enough about this match fantastic
1: 10 out of 10 just kidding nine and a half
0: (laughs) and then i feel like we went from the highs of those last two matches of bianca and becky and then cody and seth which were the highlights i don't even want to say highlights a night me because we're gonna get there but then i feel like we kind of got to what everyone kind of just gave up on if that makes any sense that's a great way to put it i think a lot of people were just won
1: over all the promos and just by the time we got there like everybody was tapped out already
0: this match we're talking about charlotte and ronda here this match like it wasn't even bad per se like i'm not gonna sit here and say it was a bad match i've seen worse right like i've seen worse matches but there was no interest in it because one bianca and Becky tore it down. Seth and Cody tore it down back-to-back matches. And then your next match is Charlotte and Rhonda, which the build has sucked, the promos have sucked. Nobody like really, really wants to see either of them win. I get Ronda Rousey's your mainstream star or whatever, but no one really cares. <laughs> that's how I feel. And that's the vibe I got from the crowd. I saw someone tweet. They said that uh I don't watch Ron Smackdown, but I but I watched the pay-per-views because I just watched the video packages, which is something I said you can do. They were like, I just watch the video packages, and then I go.' based off crowd reactions to know like who's cool who's not this that, and the other they said people aren't really interested in this at all are they <laughs> so like that was your clear indication the crowd was dead um now were they burnt out maybe were they saving it for stone cold later on maybe but this match was indicative of the entire feud of charlotte and ronda the build was garbage the match was eh. the crowd didn't care that's that's how it was that's,
1: that is a, that is exactly how it played out it was a good summary of it i yeah I, it's it sucks right because you wanted to be better but i just feel like it was pretty uneventful because i la- i lost interest in it. like i didn't want to see it. i didn't care i don't think i would have been upset either way of who won there was nothing that kept my kept me interested regardless like i think a lot of people hate charlotte and i don't i enjoy charlotte like i regard like i think just she's watching, good at what she does yeah exactly I, I enjoyed the match and like i don't think because Ron- a lot of time we also like to talk a lot of negative stuff about ronda and i don't think she did anything inherently bad in this match so it's not it's not one of it's not that, but I think it's one of those things that we've seen so much of the promos So just it, it's once you force it so much, it's not cool anymore. It's like trying to trying to force a word to be cool or try to um some slang, some whatever saying it just doesn't work that way. Like you have to let it happen naturally, and that's just what happened. This one,
0: yeah. I, I, I this match, I just didn't care. <laughs> like there's nothing else I can because even like I know I didn't care, right? And I wasn't too hot going into mania this year. I still wanted it to be good. Like I watched every match with fair vision looking like, hey, even if, like, I don't care, I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt. Like, that's why Miz and Logan Paul, like, I was like, you know, I'll give it its fair shake. This one was like, eh. Like, it was just eh. I wish I liked it. it, I wanted to like it, because even though I didn't like the build, I want to enjoy my wrestling that I see on my TV. And honestly, if this had ended up being the main event, lord have mercy, garbage. Absolute garbage. Not even just because of the match, the finish, too. Like, I tweeted out during the match or at the end of the match i was like um so the entire feud was built on a submission and you ended on a big boot a big boot not a natural selection by charlotte which is one of her finishing moves not a piper's pit by ronda which is a finishing move a big boot you've been hyping up the arm bar and the ankle lock and the figure four the figure eight and you ended on a big boot
1: and I already know that some people are gonna say like well technically Ronda tapped her out and it's like okay we get it WWE loves to like be a little safe on that side and have like the referee be kind of taken out and and, and the moment happens but it doesn't mean anything I think do that but make it mean something that like if you would have done it if you would have had it end right there great just package it up very nicely but I feel like they do this just so they can drag it out (laughs) yeah they're
0: gonna do a rematch at Wrestlemania Backlash and probably Ronda's gonna get her win there but like no no one cares now you think people are gonna care in a month like come on you can do becky and bianca again you can do seth and cody again you can't do this again no one cares like oh <laughs> that's how I feel. So rate the match. Just three. rate it. I'll give it a three. I give it a I give it a three and a half because they weren't that bad in the ring, but I did not care. Um, so that's that match. And before we get, of course, into the main event of night one, uh, we do would just wanna highlight some of the segments that happened that weren't matches or fights or anything. So first thing we want to say is Gable Stevenson came out. Um Stephanie McMahon like introduced him and this was a clear indication to me that starting post mania, whether it's the raw after the mania or a few weeks down the line or a few months. After graduation, whatever the heck it is, they are strapping a rocket to this boy because you don't have Stephanie McMahon just walk out there and be like, "Here's Gable Stevenson haha, hey guys, hey." You don't do that if he's just anybody.
1: No, absolutely not. I'm excited for him to come. Like, I don't know anything about like how he's going to be, but I just want him to be great. I just want him to be great. That I, I don't know. I, I he obviously he can wrestle. Can he do like obviously. sports entertainment? We'll find out.
0: Yeah, and I think that's going to be the interesting thing with him um, because what else does he have other than his wrestling like can he talk is he charismatic we don't know
1: he seems shy from like the small times that he has been on tv he seems kind of shy a
0: little bit right so it's going to be interesting to see how that goes um and then a funny moment was when wrestlemania opened they had a mark Wahlberg narrated video package I get the opening package, right? Like, you got to hype up your show, get ready, you know, get ready to see it, especially the people live. It was just kind of weird saying Mark Wahlberg. I don't know if he likes WWE or wrestling. It why? was just kind of random. It was just
1: like, why? He's not from Texas. I just really had no idea why he was there. It was,
0: it was random. Like, I think that was the thing for me. It was just kind of random, but I thought it was funny because I was like, whatever.
1: And then it didn't get brought back up again. I wonder if he'll be there for night, the beginning of night, too, as well. But it was just, it was just very confusing.
0: It was, it was random. But then, of course, as every WrestleMania always does, we had the Hall of Fame they brought out the hall of fame inductees so you had queen charmel out there you had the steiner brothers which is awesome you had the son and the wife of shad gaspard the warrior award winner for this year shout out to shad um and then also we had the children of vader or the late vader i'm sorry you know not around anymore but of course we had the undertaker who was the headliner of this hall of fame class they had him walk out wave do his little thing and all that other stuff
1: lots of graphics yeah i mean
0: he's the undertaker like you can't think what you want to mark calloway but the undertaker <laughs> boy the undertaker is the undertaker so you know you can argue Stone Cole steve austin rock who's the biggest ever you might be able to throw the undertaker in there based on absolutely based yeah. on like name value like everyone knows who the undertaker
1: is that's not that's not a maybe you absolutely throw yeah. his name into the conversation what exactly Dustin. no
0: not look i'm not trying to start any arguments i'm not trying to start any arguments out here
1: who's your mount rushmore <laughs>
0: oh undertaker's definitely up there definitely but after all of that you know we got to the the main event of the night the main event of night one
1: the real main event the
0: ko show with stone cold steve austin
1: the which i'm glad they made the decision first of all to make this the main event they switched things around also let's not forget the match that got cut
0: yes and I, look i forgot all about it so, that's the no <laughs> and i'm not even trying to be funny but like they ended up cutting the new day versus Ridge holland and Sheamus due to time concerns and mind you mania didn't end until around 12 10 give or take you know a few minutes here or there uh, Um, So I understand cutting that match for a time in terms of that, but you could have had it on the pre-show. You could have, you know, done it tomorrow, but...
1: One okay yeah great pre show yes Dustin you're correct also how many pa- video packages the di- I agree that we watch okay I understand that you have to, there are, you have to keep the video packages for the matches okay whatever that's fine but there was so many that were just kind of there that we didn't need and they ca- I know you're you're trying to keep the hype for night two but the night for hype two is going to be there if you have a good night one so you could have cut some of that down because why why are you advertising the person that's already watching the
0: live I already mean, bought your product. I
1: already <laughs> bought it. Like, why are you telling me to watch? Like, it just doesn't make
0: any sense. Watch, watch our product. I'm watching right L- now. Literally
1: right now, watch,
0: relax. I'm not the person to sell to. <laughs> like, No, I totally get that. But we did get to the KO show with Stone Cold Steve Austin. KO gets out there. He's talking all this crap about Texas. He talks crap about Stone Cold. Then the glass breaks. And Stone Cold gets down there. He does his Stone Cold-isms with the what and stupid SOB and all of this stuff. And KO challenges him to a match. No holds barred. No holds barred match. And this caught me off guard. And then he said yes. Was, I knew he was going to say yes. But it caught me off guard that they went this direction because it's all all the reports, right? This is why you can't fall too far into the reports because it's been like Stone Cold's not doing a match. It'll just be a segment. It'll just be a segment. So everyone's thinking it'll be a brawl. But if you listen to our WrestleMania predictions, Dustin, <laughs> Dustin <laughs> said, nah, bro, he's wearing the knee braces and everything, and they are going to have a full on match Ding. ding ding ding, ring the bell and that is exactly what happened. Stone Cold had knee braces. KO was talking all that crap and the bell rang and they had a legitimate no holds barred match that wasn't a Cody and Seth classic like that. No but shut up. It was fantastic.
1: (laughs) And it again like you said it's way more than we could have anticipated. I think we were expecting the little kicks and punches. That's all we were expecting. Not suplexes suplexes and not only suplexes but also stone cold got hit with a stunner like i just what a what a 360 180 situation we got going on there
0: it's insane stone cold steve austin got hit with a suplex on concrete huh what like i can't say enough about what the heck this match was
1: they went into the fans like they were they were out here brawling within the fans and it's great seeing the kids like i don't know what's happening i don't know who this old man is but who but like the older people there it's like yeah stone cold and then there's this guy that like reached under the security just to tap him like it was so fast it was just like oh i did it
0: like my goodness it was everything you literally could have wanted out of this because there will be people that say oh i don't want to see stone cold steve austin wrestle it wasn't even him wrestling it was a lot of quote unquote smoking mirrors of a brawl like a couple punches here a couple kicks here but the suplex what the heck the like the beers and everything getting thrown on a table it was thrown thrown over under into the barricades like riding on the ATV like it was it was so gimmicky and stupid
1: It wasn't stupid n- like, no no, no I,
0: I'm sorry stupid is the wrong word right it was so gimmicky and non-wrestle purist type of match like if you're someone who's like I need to see snap suplexes and arm arm drags and lockups and stuff like n- this was not for you
1: Then don't be a snore This
0: was not <laughs> for you but like if you want to be entertained and you enjoy Stone Cold Steve Austin
1: Kevin Owens Kevin
0: Owens, this was a good time it was everything you really could have wanted because it was fun you know after a night of some good really good matches especially the two that I keep mentioning Becky, Bianca and then Cody and Seth and after a long night at midnight you need some fun you need something that's going to kind of be a little bit of a pick you up like this is different but it's what I want to see I can enjoy this just as a fan because I know how it's going to end but then it had those twists in terms of the suplex on concrete stone cold Steve Austin taking a stunner which is insane I mean they took
1: it all the way up into the stage kevin owens got thrown through a table
0: like like I know we're gonna praise Stone Cold Steve Austin I really really quickly kevin owens you are phenomenal
1: oh his over like uh- Okay, regardless, they're a great, talented individual. Stone Cold, the fact that he can still do what he does at his age, great. He took those bumps. But I think the, the thing that kind of glued it all together was Kevin Owens Phenomenal. overselling. What a guy. Oh, what like, a guy. Like,
0: it was Kevin Owens, man. You are fantastic. You sold the feud by yourself. It was with Stone Cold Steve Austin, so it ain't a lot of selling to do. But you sold the feud by yourself. You bumped it like crazy. And you, my friend, I know your heart was racing because it was like, God, do not injure Stone Cold Steve Austin, but I hope that you got everything you wanted to out of this because you main evented WrestleMania with Stone Cold Steve Austin. And that is something that not a lot of people can say. There's a very short list, including The Rock and so on and so forth. So, Kevin Owens, you are the best dude. So, the
1: guy. they ended
0: the night on, I think, as high of a note that you possibly can. I don't think you could have gotten a better high note. I am full on glad that this was the main event. How do you feel about it being the main event no, no, with this, everything that transpired? This
1: is a great, this is a great. Main event. I'm glad I was wrong. I'm glad I was wrong. Say I
0: was right. Come on. No,
1: sh- no, we're not doing that. You're so annoying <laughs> because you're just getting unbelievably, unbelievably good at predicting these. Par- like I was gonna say these powerpoints. You know what I'm talking about. It's like, um, late. <laughs> like I'm glad I was wrong. It was a great time, and also just I think the like the weird adding part of getting Ko dragged out by police at the <laughs> end. <laughs> yeah. It's just, just like okay, that wasn't needed, but that's fine. I guess what, what did he do? to get arrested
0: stone cold drinks beers with his brother and stuns byron sacks and like that's how you do the ref gets to
1: drink gets a cheer stone cold like oh this is just a bad feel good moment yeah
0: and look we're recording this before night two but i don't think night two is gonna have this same type of feeling at the end of it that's just me
1: the thing and uh the uh, premium live event and it does oh yeah they're giving us like a happy goodbye because they're about to piss us off on night two i'm like i hope not but probably
0: <laughs> yeah so we are super excited for night two and through the power of editing, you guys will have no idea we even went away and had to watch Night 2. Like, you'll just be like, oh, snap, we're transitioning right into it. But Night 1 overall, give it a, a rating. Overall, like, as a night.
1: Overall, overall, overall. Night um, 1. Night 1, 8?
0: Man, uh, I, I'll i I'll give, give it an eight. I'll, I'll give it an eight. Because I'm half. trying
1: not to do sevens. Six, no. Six or eight. I'll give it an eight, eight and a half,
0: honestly. Because I think the three highs of the night, which were the main event, Becky and Bianca, and then Seth and Cody were so great that I think it makes up for the Boogs injury, Um, Drew and Happy Corbin, and Charlotte and Rhonda's dumpster fire. Yeah. Like, I, I think it makes up for it. Honestly. I don't
1: think I've marked out during a premium live event in a long time, like as hard as I this did tonight, good. that- Good. It, yeah good stuff
0: it was good they stay fast so we're on tonight too and that is a wrap on WrestleMania, guys. Night two just ended, and Chrysal, we are here to do our recap of night two at this point. So, what's up? How you feeling? I
1: feel more awake right now because I was expecting to sit through at least another twenty more minutes of wrestling.
0: Yeah. Um. We'll we'll get to all of that. So, I mean, it's late. We've been watching a lot of wrestling, so we're just gonna hop right into it. If you're ready for that, Chris
1: Yeah. I mean, for them, we have are we're already on the flow. So we're yeah. You're right. right
0: <laughs> so yeah, let's just hop right in. It, we're gonna obviously like guys do what we did with night one so just run through the match card in order and give our thoughts so the match starting not the match but wrestlemania night two started with triple h coming out and that was an awesome moment just really quickly your thoughts on triple h coming out
1: i'm glad that he started off night two and it's it's all about that sentimental value there's a lot of value in him coming out saying thank you you know putting his boots to rest essentially
0: mm-hmm. yeah i thought i thought that was a beautiful moment um it gave a little bit more closure to the triple h saga because no matter how you feel feel about him or what he didn't ring or whatever you can't deny that he has had an extreme influence on a lot of superstars and wrestlers today but also a lot of influence on a lot of people's childhoods and them growing up triple h is a household name up there with the undertakers of the world and you know your bret harts and all of those different type of guys
1: he's a building block in the wrestling community in the wrestling world and like in every aspect like he has touched so many people's lives that it's i'm glad that he got his moment
0: yeah i, I really did love the way they started tonight especially after last night and Ended with the Legend. They started tonight with the Legend and a little bit of a closure type of thing. I, I truly did love the way they ended. I mean, excuse me, started the night tonight. And so then we moved to RK Bro versus the Street Profits versus the Alpha Academy. It was for the Raw Tag Team titles and I thought this was an awesome match to kick off the night. I thought it was really fun. I thought it was a fun energetic match that, you know, it it, it not woke the crowd up, but it had the crowd, you know, getting that energy, giving it, giving it that energy. You heard that this is an awesome chance. This is a match that if you listen to our predictions, I said had an opportunity to steal the show i don't think it necessarily got to those type of levels but i think it definitely delivered and i said that because i mean we kind of saw a version of this already on monday night raw just swapping ko and set for the street Profits. so this match delivered um the two spots that stick out to me were the two rkos at the end of the match riddle did one off the top rope and then randy hit one on chad gable coming off of the top rope i thought the match did what it needed to do it was a fun energetic match that opened your show with a lot of energy and excitement
1: uh yeah like you said the rko spots were great there was just a lot of high flying spots even um Dawkins went over the top rope at some point it was just like everybody was going off the top I was like oh I hope Randy or Otis aren't planning on going over the top rope anytime soon but again a lot of energy from the start and all these people were fantastic I'm glad they got their moment and from start to finish it was a great match I think it ended well it wasn't one of those matches where like oh I didn't I didn't think the ending was was awesome yeah yeah. it was everything it needed to be I'm glad that Randy you know it, it ended with Randy looking good and even though i was the one that predicted that they weren't going to retain the titles i'm not mad with the way the way it ended
0: no i think the i think the right team won and then you know we had the post-match situation with gable Stevenson and chad gable and everybody else you seem a lot more excited about this than i am so i'm gonna let you go ahead and take the reins go ahead
1: like I, I don't know i'm just really excited to see what they do with gables uh, with, uh gable and it's kind of hard with gable and gableson like the gable
0: Stevenson, yeah like, like the, the, yeah, it, it's the a little just hard. a lot of
1: gable going yeah. on but you know the new gable I I like it that they're already interacting. Who knows how soon they're going to actually bring him onto TV. But I was already excited. I hope they'll do. I don't think he'll be there on Raw. But again, I, I just enjoyed everything. It was supposed to be like a nice moment with uh, Gable Stevenson having the Red red Solo moment with the Street Profits and RK-Bro. Just kind of like solidarity. And then the other Gable came out and said, no, that's not going to happen. So I don't know. I just want to see what happens with that. And, and then he gave him a soup, like suplexed the other Gable and threw him to the other side of the ring that obviously like that's he's a wrestler he's an olympian so yes but i don't know i just i enjoyed it no
0: so it was kind of funny i like we keep saying like they're definitely behind this guy based off of what they've done these last two nights they're definitely behind him they're definitely gonna give him a mega push when he gets there i just i'm excited right but i hold back a little bit of my excitement because from what i've seen from him and mind you it hasn't been a lot he seems just a little bit like squeamish not squeamish but like reserved and i haven't seen his personality come through so i haven't been able to be like oh yeah i really like him um so i'm holding back a little bit but i am excited to see what they do with him um i think what they did with him the last two nights have set him up for success
1: no that's to start that's to start. logic and it makes sense like if someone asked me right now why i like him or why i'm excited i have no actual reason to give you like there's just something that excites me about
0: yeah him. and i and i totally understand that so we had that great open then we transitioned into bobby lashley versus omos as the next match um this was um
1: it in, happened. It yeah.
0: Happened. Like I didn't hate it, you know. I, I didn't hate it, but it wasn't good, you know, you know, like
1: <laughs> kind of started off really skeptical about the how it was gonna happen. This one wasn't a part of our um our predictions because they hadn't like announced it before we yeah. recorded our predictions. But I I was thinking that Omos was going to win just because of the way that it seems like WWE was going, it like, was backing him up until this point, but Lashley won.
0: Yeah, um, so I and I tweeted out that I was happy that Lashley won because I don't see anything in Omos personally. Um, I don't think he's good in ring, I don't think he's charismatic, I don't think he's entertaining. I think him being with AJ, people have said it, and I'll actually echo it at this point. I think it was a waste of a year for AJ Styles at this point, um, which is very upsetting. I I just don't see it. So then now, but the reason that I'm kind of like, dang, Bobby won is because what's left for Omos, (laughs) you know, you can't build him as a dominating giant anymore. We saw Bobby. Bobby Lashley kicked the crap out of him, you know. So I don't really see anything in Omos or any value in him anymore, you know. So that is what it is, I guess. That
1: seemed like the general consensus on the internet. I was like, okay, but so now what's the point of Omos Like the whole thing was supposed to be him being that giant, that like unbeatable force. But it's like, okay, so he's not that unbeatable force. Why is he here?
0: Yeah, and this is a situation where I feel like that, you know, they booked themselves into a corner, right? Because Omos is his dominating force and he's no longer that dominating force. But at the same time, I didn't want to see Bobby Lashley lose because Bobby Lashley is Bobby Lashley, and he legitimately is one of your top stars, and he is legitimately has the potential to be a really over babyface. Like, people were really rooting for him in this Omos match. People want to cheer for Bobby Lashley, but you present him as a heel, which, which he's good at, but I think you could present him as a top babyface. Like, him versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam would be a home run of a match if you presented it correctly.
1: No, I agree. But, like, specifically about, like, the match itself, yeah. that spot where Omos throws Bobby Lashley into uh, the buckle, yeah. where his head, because, like, one, has it's his lower back that hits the top buckle that his whole head kind of just like goes back and hits the like where like the actual buckles are put in i don't know what that part like the stand i don't know what it's um
0: it? it's like the ring post the ring it, post yeah yeah ring post
1: hits hits his hits the ring post and at that point i was like oh this match needs to be done like, i thought he was sleep is he though is he okay like i hope i don't know I, it's one of those things like you see it and it's like oh we're we gonna hear something about this in the like, next coming days like oh he actually has a concussion or he's gonna have to sit out for a little bit but also uh oh not Omas. um bobby suplexed Omas. yeah he, he this, got him up yeah and that's one, so, not only did you defeat him, but he's one of those, like, oh, yeah, your your weight, your bigness means absolutely nothing. Yeah. It, but that was insane. Yeah. Regardless and,
0: and, of the and, and I think that's the thing, right? Like, because people are going to make the argument, like, oh, but Bobby Lashley's one of the only people that can do it. Well, I can look at the roster, and there's guys that are built like the Bobby Lashley and are as dominant as Bobby Lashley. Biggie, if he was healthy, Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns. And I'm naming top guys here, but let's not act like, you know, this the mystique of Omos is just completely gone because they did everything at this point. He got suplexed, he got slammed, he got speared, he got pinned. He got knocked off his feet. What's left? You know, there's nothing left. So he's just another guy at this point to me. Um, so that's really interesting. Now, I, I forgot to mention it on the first match. Give me your match rating out of 10 for the first match. And oh. then the RK Bro match, the raw technique title match, and then we'll give our rating for this. I'm the, going with an eight. Wow, you're a little higher on it than me. I give it a seven. I thought it was good. No sevens, no sevens. Seven and a half doesn't. then Like I I genuinely think it was a seven. Like, I'm not settling like, oh, it's just a seven. I genuinely think it was a seven based off of like what I rated some stuff yesterday. That's fair. I think it was a seven. If I
1: was doing sevens, I would also give it a seven.
0: No. Yeah, doing seven. no, I get that it's a seven. And then the Omos and Bobby Lashley match. What do you give out of ten? Four. I, I give it. I give it a three. I thought it was okay. Yeah. I thought it was okay for what it was. It was. It was okay. It was there. Was it was fair. there. Sorry. Um. So <laughs> we moved on to the third. Match technically speaking, Johnny Knoxville versus Sammy Zayn. Um
1: I would almost call it a segment. I know it was an actual match, but it feels like a segment.
0: It was very sports entertainment. This was a match that um a lot of people hated and would hate, but on the opposite end, there were a lot of people that loved this match. I fall I fall like closer to the loved part, but I don't I didn't like love love it. I was but I'm closer on that end because I was sports entertained. I understood what I was watching, right? I understood that I'm not gonna get a five star class. I'm not gonna love this match and I'm not gonna talk about it for generations, right? But for the aspect of WrestleMania, one night only, 15 minutes of my life, sure, entertain me. And I have to say that I was genuinely entertained by all of this.
1: I think this is when they turned on the sports entertainment aspect of WrestleMania from like for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. But I, I like again, I enjoy it for what it is. For what it is and I don't, like again, it's that entertainment factor. Like, I'm not looking at as like, oh, this wasn't a classic. Oh, Johnny Knoxville doesn't know what he's doing in the ring. Like, I, I knew that he wasn't going to. I knew that he was just, he wanted to do dumb, st- dumb things in the ring and have yeah. dumb things done to him. And that's exactly what happened. And you, whether you like Jackass or not, it's just one of those, it's entertainment. Okay. I don't like, I, there's no other way to put it. I personally do like Jackass. I used to watch it. I'm not someone that I, you know, I've kept up with the guys all this time, but having, um, um, Wee man come out and party boy in his thong, essentially in his uh, stripper gear. Like that's it was just funny. That that's all it was. You, ha- you have the mouse traps, you have the bowling ball to the balls. Like it just it just com it just like the wrestling comedy that it's it's simple and easy. Ha ha few chuckles. Like it doesn't hurt anybody. I think it was a little bit longer than I expected it to be, so I can understand. Like okay, ha ha, I can enjoy some sports entertainment, but cut it back a little. Mm-hmm. I can see the complaint, mm-hmm. but I just I'm choosing not to because I, I Yeah, don't.
0: no, no, and that's a very fair point. Like I said, I feel like this was a match that you either loved or you hated. I don't think there was really any in between. And like I i didn't love this match, but it was it was fun, you know? Like I was watching it the whole time laughing because I was like, this is so mediocre not mediocre, but uh ludicrous, excuse me, and stupid that like I can enjoy it because of it. it's it's so stupid.
1: And it was I think it was better done than the sports entertainment type stuff they've been trying to do with Knoxville leading up to it with the shopping cart over the ring. This dumb stuff like that, like stuff that weren't working out. Like, mm-hmm. I think this is a better execution of that. So I, mm-hmm. I, I did enjoy it.
0: Yeah, like I said, it was something that I was just kind of like, whatever. Um, You know, you can get into the arguments of like, this went way too long. Um, New Day and Ridge and them got hoed <laughs> in terms of their timing and stuff. You know, you can get into those arguments. But looking at this in a bubble, let's look at it in a bubble of what it is. I thought it was okay.
1: Like, you have you have Wee Man, who's like a little person, pick up Sami Zayn yeah. and body slam him. Like, you see no entertainment in that. Like, c- c- I- c- c- come on, come on. Come on it's like at it, that point, like I think I'm questioning your sense of humor if you can't find some enjoyment in it a little bit.
0: And like I said, like I didn't think it was great, but stuff like that was entertaining enough to me that I was like, okay, sure, like I'm sports entertained, so I, I understood.
1: And we have to give it to Michael Cole because he was on it. Michael you know? Cole was having with, a time, <laughs> he's like, gotta hand it to Sammy after he got <laughs> smacked with a huge hand, it's like ballsy move after the bowling ball goes to his nuts. Like
0: Michael Cole was in his bag the night, like Michael Cole, whatever y'all paying him, double it because he was in his bag tonight. So on this on this match segment entertainment thing, give it something. Give it something.
1: I'm give I'm giving it a three. Like I just I give it a two. Like I give, was, but I, li- I like I liked it though. You know it was bad.
0: It was two and
1: a half, I guess.
0: It was bad. I feel weird rating it because it's
1: like it was a segment to me. Exactly.
0: No, I totally get that. But then we did have like a legitimate match follow that, which was the women's tag team title match. Uh, I'm not gonna name all of the teams, but Sasha and Naomi end up getting the win at the end um thoughts on this match it It was thought it was okay
1: they sh- i thought i was excited for this one but i think they under de- delivered with it itself i think they should have started off with all the tag teams having at least one person in the ring I they did l-
0: the format of two people in the ring instead of all four yeah uh,
1: yeah so well, i don't know why they chose to go that angle it and it it's well, yeah it does slow it down and it, i feel like it made some of the spots a little bit awkward and then i know naomi and sasha did get the win but i wish there was more time with them actually doing stuff in the ring i think Rhea and Liv morgan looked really good and then so, there was still enough t- there's still a lot of time with the people that actually came in with the titles i don't mm-hmm. know it was just it was just kind of weird so
0: think. i saw this match getting a lot of praise on twitter you know like as the like you know live tweets and i i saw it getting a lot of praise um but this was a match for me that really didn't do it um I didn't hate it. Don't get me wrong, and I don't think the in ring work was bad, but I thought it was a little slow. And I think I was expecting it to hit a gear that it just never got to, based on the talent in the ring. I was like, "This should hit a d- another gear," and it just never got there. And Naomi and Sasha did some stuff, but they didn't do too much. Liv and Rhea had some spots, but even they didn't get a lot. Um,
1: but to give to give like the the two to like some of the highlights, they had the double tower the, t- the tower the of doom, doom spot. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah that, that was awesome. Like mm-hmm. that was the spot of the match. You know, I thought that was awesome. Uh, but for me, the match in general, it was just, it was okay. Like, like I said, like, it was okay. I just didn't love it the way I thought. Well, I, I didn't think I was going to love this match. Don't get me wrong. But I thought it was going to be better than what I got. Maybe that's my own expectations getting in the way, but I thought it was going to be a little bit better than what was delivered based on the talent that was in the match. And then some of the matches that we got leading up to this match, like the Fatal 4-Way on SmackDown that happened, that was fantastic. Um, You know, all of those different things, I thought it was going to be a little bit better, especially yeah. at Mania.
1: No, I agree. But I did like that few seconds that we got with the interaction between Sasha and Rhea
0: yeah I, I, I said that to you I said this is a Wrestlemania match yeah this is
1: yeah it's like something I not know there's a lot of like little things there also Sasha finally broke her losing streak yeah, at Wrestlemania mm-hmm. so uh, there's some good there's definitely some good things that came from it I wanted Sasha and Naomi to win but I feel like I couldn't say that confidently because it just didn't feel like that was going to be something they won mm-hmm. but I'm still happy about it so
0: it's funny during the, like during the match I was like you know what I wanted Sasha and Naomi to win but nah put it on Shane and Natalia so these other women can go do something meaningful because we all know how they treat the women's tag titles it's meaningless nonsense so now Sasha and Naomi have the belts and they're gonna hold them for three four months and have no challengers or one challenger and then break up and feud and it's just the same thing so I'm glad Sasha got her mania win she was 0-6 now 1-6 at this point so good for her um that's the best part of all of this I guess so awesome black girl magic you gotta love it you gotta love it
1: but rating what do you rate it?
0: (sighs) A five, a five.
1: I'm going with five too.
0: A five. Like I said, I wanted, I I was expecting this match to be in the six or seven range. It was about a five for me.
1: I think five overall. I think it could be a six with like the feel goods after it. Just like the, the small interact, like pulling as much as you can from the match itself. But I am solidly staying at a five.
0: Yeah. So it was okay. But then we moved on to something I, I was extremely anticipating this match going into Mania. This was up there with my most anticipated match is one of the matches that I was actually excited for because I had kept saying like I don't like the card but this match is one that I'm hype about AJ Styles versus Edge Um <laughs> AJ Styles is bleeding before the match even starts and I was like uh, what happened? You said you heard from Dave Meltzer it was a pyro thing
1: it was maybe a pyro thing everybody was assuming it was maybe like a popped pimple but I, I as far as like confirmed I
0: don't know yeah so I thought that th- the match was good
1: it was missing something
0: there you go like I can't put my finger on it, but the match was good. I was excited throughout because I love these two competitors and the match I've been wanting to see. But this was another match for me that I felt like didn't hit that gear that I wanted it to hit. It was good, don't get me wrong. Like AJ Styles and Edge, are two of the best. They had a good match, but I was like, oh, something's missing in all of this.
1: It was a technical, technically sound match, but it just—I don't think there was any, like any aggression on either side of like the who I, don't even oh, know I wanted it. Like,
0: I don't even know if it's that. I, I really can't put my finger on it. Um, I There's been a lot, but when I look back on it, there's been a lot of Edge one-on-one matches that I really haven't loved. Um, like his match against Roman Reigns at Money in the Bank, I didn't like that match at all. Um, so I'm looking at it and I'm like, do I just not like Edge's one-on-ones? But then I'm like, I loved all of his Seth Rollins matches. So that's a, you know, I'm contradicting myself there. It's just something about his match that didn't quite hit that second gear that I wanted it to. It was still good to me, but it didn't get all the way there. And then I, I thought the match, was good but i didn't like the ending personally um you know the spear off the you know phenomenal forearm is great awesome cool I, I i don't like distraction finishes i don't and aj styles a superb professional wrestler looking at damian priest on the side for 30 seconds instead of focusing on what the heck he needs to do if damian priest is literally stared at him it's like dude wrestle like you're in the middle of a match at wrestlemania you're worried about the man just staring at you on the side of the ring your co-worker you got <laughs> seven you got 70 000 people staring at you. You finished the match. So I didn't like that either. Um, But I mean, the post-match and what we're probably going to be getting seems super interesting. So
1: Edge and Priest, a new stable.
0: Yeah, news they would Recruit one or two more members, maybe. You could have some fun. I'm interested. It's the most interested I've been in the Edge heel character, so that says something. Um, I'm interested in where that's going to go, but Edge Edge versus AJ Styles in a bubble. Like I said, just greatness in a bubble as a match. I give it a six.
1: Oh, five, six.
0: I give it a six. I thought it was a good match. It just didn't go where I wanted it to go, which would have been an eight or a nine of a match. Um, it was missing something, and I don't know what it was.
1: I'm going to give it a five.
0: Like was it five to ten minutes too long? I don't know. I'm going five. A five? I'm going five. You rated the same as the women's tag title match. Yes. <sighs> we disagree.
1: That's fine. But you were also more excited going into it than I was. I think for me, I I, I do enjoy both these wrestlers, but I feel like I couldn't get into invested in this one specifically without a story behind it, and there wasn't any build toward it that I just I, I didn't really. And I, to me, even though Edge is a heel now, whatever, he's still a face to me. Like I just <laughs> I, have, I my brain hasn't converted that way. So So I just kind of, it just felt weird.
0: No, I I understand what you're saying. And that makes total sense. So then we moved on to, I don't even know what to call this. New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. There were no tags. It was two minutes. Butch
1: was like a toddler the whole time trying to get into the match.
0: This was terrible. This was the worst, the second worst thing (laughs) in all of WrestleMania. This was bad. I mean, it, it... what was this? The I'll say the good the good first. New Day Kofi and Xavier's gear with the Biggie tribute gear. They had the same color scheme that Biggie had when he won the WWE title. And then they were also wearing the singlets. The, Fantastic.
1: The spot where they take off like the, yes. the straps of the singlet and they were just like bare chest out. Like, but then it was like two seconds later that the match ended.
0: <laughs> I mean, the, the match was two minutes. I don't think Kofi or Seamus tagged into the match at any point. This was terrible. Like I'm not even trying to be funny. This was terrible. terrible. Terrible.
1: I wonder if it was always supposed to be this short because I know originally it's what got cut night one. Was it always going to be short? And so they moved to night two and it's going to be short anyways, or how was that?
0: So I saw on Fightful Select um, that Sean Ross App had, you had know, got the scoop that the match on night one that they were supposed to have on night one was supposed to be 10 minutes with entrances included. So this was like five with entrances included, if that. So it all just is kind of, and, and, and this is where I do kind of get on that wave of Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn was a little long. AJ Styles and Edge was a little long in my honest opinion.
1: I get it. I know. I feel like it's really easy to be like, oh, let's where would we cut down in other matches? But let's talk about the real thing that takes a lot of time. Why were they? Yeah, I was going to get to that. I was going to get to <laughs> Why that. Why are they advertising WrestleMania Night 1 on WrestleMania Night 2? You don't have to make me, either I've already watched it, maybe I'll watch it later I'm watching this live, but this isn't, it has nothing to do with what we're about to watch. It's not like a, it's not one of those video packages could just tell you the feud leading up to the match that you're about to watch like this is something that you're gonna play on monday night raw and on smackdown why are we watching it tonight it just happened
0: no i i 100 agree because i was saying to you i was like i just saw this yesterday why are you trying to sell me on a product that's on your network that i've already watched it already i already saw
1: it and they were long too it wasn't they were long yeah it wasn't even just who won and just highlights it was just like i i feel like i just watched this match again
0: i loved like for an example i love the cody Rhodes thing on night one if you go back probably 20 20 minutes on this episode you'll know like i love the cody Rhodes stuff they literally replayed his entire entrance from yesterday what the heck are we doing we just saw it we get it like i don't understand what the point of that was why did the undertaker come out and just stand on the ramp for five minutes we get it he's in the hall of fame great we all love the undertaker but what was the point of that like it's all of it's those type of things that I'm like wh- why what that takes up time the undertaker took 5 minutes you had video packages of wrestlemania night 1 that each took at least 3 to 4 minutes in and of themselves and we got at least 4 of them cuz i can remember 4 of them off the top of my head at least so look that's 15 20 minutes right there if you're pressed for time so i'm really trying to understand what <laughs> What? And we can only give New Day two minutes? This wasn't a match that I really was excited to see. Don't get me wrong. But it was just like, why? I don't, you can't find room for Finn Balor on your WrestleMania card, but you can have The Undertaker get two Hall of Fame entrances. It's just those type of things. But this match was a one on my scale.
1: It was a one. It was bad. No, I'm saving a one for something else. This is going to be a two.
0: Oh, no, that other one's getting a zero.
1: No, it's a one through 10.
0: Oh, okay. So two.
1: Yeah. Two.
0: Two. It's a two. It was bad guys. It was really, really bad. But then we moved on to, I think, a pleasant surprise to a lot of people. To a lot of people. Uh, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. And this was a match that I I was going in and I was kind of excited for because I have kind of liked the build to it. Um, Austin Theory had Mystic Man in his corner for the match. And Pat McAfee shows his athleticism in this match. I think it's the easiest and best way to put it. Uh, he did the superplex off the top rope after jumping all the way up there. A few clotheslines, this that, and the other. A backflip. A backflip. I <laughs> mean, you know, y- your cool athletic spots. Pat McAfee is charismatic as crap. This was arguably the loudest and hottest the crowd was tonight. And I know that's a, that my, other than when Austin came out, which we'll get to, um, the crowd was into this. We
1: got the, uh, 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 and then the, the cowboy girls coming out, the cheerleaders coming out. He punted the football into the crowd. It just, the whole match start to finish, the, everybody was behind Pat McAfee and <clears throat> completely against Austin theory which is and, great
0: and but that's the thing though right Austin theory has never gotten those reactions he got those reactions because he was going against Pat McAfee um he Pat McAfee is fantastic. He is as a lot of people like to say, a natural. He gets it. He's so charismatic that he can make you love him, he can make you hate him. But you are entertained and you enjoy what he does. And that came through in the ring. People are screaming McAfee, McAfee booing theory.
1: Singing his singing his entrance even when it, the entrance is far gone. Like this is It's wh- the middle of the match. Like, eh, we got bored of just chanting your name. We're just going to go full on into your theme.
0: I mean the crowd was, they were into this match more than they were AJ Styles and Edge, who are two professional wrestling legends.
1: They were more into it than the Charlotte and Ronda.
0: Yes, I mean it's insane. Pat McAfee, a commentator on SmackDown, was getting bigger reactions than your women's champion, your hottest women's name that you have, two wrestling legends. I mean that's insane. He's so charismatic, and he backed it up with his work in the ring. I'm not gonna sit here and act like uh, I mean he did some great work in NXT. But people kind of point to, well, he was going against Adam Cole, who's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Austin Theory isn't one of the best, you know what I mean? But he's good. So people are like, oh, I don't know how good Pat McAfee really is. Pat McAfee can hit his spots, I'll tell you that. I'm not saying he can put on a five-star classic, but he'll hit his spots and he'll do well, which is exactly what he did. He was fantastic in the match.
1: It was a really entertaining match.
0: (laughs) I was super entertained. And this is one of those where the crowd also made it better. The crowd made it It was an experience.
1: It was definitely an experience. It was fun. Yeah.
0: It was a lot of fun. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So Pat and then Pat McAfee ended up getting the pin. You know, you can, our debate, yeah, he's burying Austin Theory. But we got a lot with the post-match because. Well, you
1: can't, well, well first of all, no. you can't bury Austin Theory. Some people Theory. will say that is Espe- what I'm saying. Especially, as, as you start off with Vince McMahon coming out with him. He mm-hmm. is the prodigy. And also, when's the last time that Vince McMahon has come out and said the future universal no, champion? No,
0: I, no, I and, wholeheartedly and, agree with you.
1: And that's even crazier right now, especially the weight that they have on Roman Reigns right now, like the saying that like at some, like acknowledging the fact that he's not always going to have the belt right now, I think that's just wrong.
0: Well, I, I said to you, I was like, this is the first time in my memory that Vince McMahon has done a public endorsement of a superstar like that since the Drew McIntyre thing on SmackDown years ago, where, you know, of course, Drew didn't live up to his potential until, you know, far down the line. So we'll, we'll see how Theory goes and everything. But clearly, Theory is going to have a rocket strapped to him at some point. I think they're, they're they're building to it. He's only 24. Let's not rush it. So they're going to get there. But let's move on to what happened after the match. Pat McAfee wins the match against Austin Theory and Vince McMahon is pissed off at Austin Theory Pat's talking some crap Vince is like oh you want a match let's go Vince takes off his jacket takes off his shirt and he gets in the ring and the bell rings um
1: it was a tank top versus tank top
0: I don't even know
1: what happened
0: where to who said was that a fever dream who tweeted that
1: Drew McIntyre
0: yeah that's how I felt too I was like it's kind of late am I tripping like what is happening
1: but then it would got to the point where it's like, oh, this is still happening.
0: It was bad. Like, a whole bunch of uh,
1: clotheslines
0: that were bad. And stiff and slow. And Pat McAfee was bumping his tail off for Vince McMahon. Like, Pat McAfee's good. He was bumping, like, a veteran for terrible clotheslines that were extremely slow, and he didn't get any offense on Vince McMahon, and it was, it was bad. I don't think I have any other words. I said the New Day thing was terrible. This was disgustingly
1: terrible send Vincent back to the performance center this was the one this was the one that was saving my one rating for but we didn't rate the one before this Austin yeah. and Pat McAfee where do you
0: rate that I'm sorry I got I'm still thinking about Vince um <laughs>
1: your fever dream yeah
0: Austin so Austin and Pat I I give that a I give it I I gave it a six. I thought it was fun. I, I had I'm fun. going
1: yeah, with the with the match itself and the entertainment level, I'm giving it a solid yeah, six. I gave
0: it a six. But Vincent Vincent Pat is a is a one. One. If I could Fat give zeros, one. I'd give it a zero. That was so freaking bad. Like Vince McMahon is seventy seven years old. And I, I don't know how he can get mad at talent for screwing up if he himself is gonna get in the ring and do that. Because But that then it was gets terrible. worse. <laughs> It got, it got worse. Well, I don't know. It didn't get worse. Stone Cold Steve Austin's glass breaks. I don't know what took so long for that to happen because I saw it coming. When no. he was beating the crap out of Pat, I was like, Stone Cold Steve Austin's about to show up. I knew it.
1: No, no. But Vincent, also, another reason why he needs to go back to the performance center. If you go back and watch, he breaks his neck to his own music hitting. Cause like to it, Austin Theory's had, music. Oh, yeah. say so Austin Theory's music hitting. Because he was waiting for Stone Cold to hit, come out, obviously. So I was just like, why did he snap his neck in fear? But it's like, obviously... He knew the stone cold was coming he was like dude too early wrong music like he doesn't even know when the spots
0: are coming like he doesn't even know when the right music's hitting
1: this man's senile get he him out of It's so bad
0: like he's terrible and then
1: i'm
0: <laughs> oh, sorry guys Because then, so Stone Cold Steve Austin's music hits, I saw it coming. I was like, we're waiting for Austin. I don't know what took so long. They did not need to do that McAfee and Vince stuff for that long. But Stone Cold's music hits, he comes down. He stuns Austin Theory. with Austin Theory does probably one of, if not the best, stunner sells of all time.
1: You would think that his body is made out of the same material as bouncy balls. It was fantastic. (laughs) It was fantastic.
0: Because I think the fun of a stunner is the way it gets sold. Like, I think everyone knows. So that's the fun of it. So Austin Theory did a fantastic sell. Of the stone cold stunner if you haven't seen that go watch it that's worth the watch um but then steve goes to stun vince mcmahon after you know a beer and this that and the other and vince mcmahon doesn't know how to take the stunner i don't know steve kicked him and vince mcmahon instantly fell to his knees it's so cool steve austin was like what are you doing get up so he picks him up and then vince bounces back into the ropes
1: like head doesn't get near his shoulder at all he kind of oh the stunner ends up like more so vincent going more like sideways he just leaves he loses his shoe how did he lose
0: his shoe and then he just leaned to the side and fell over oh it was so bad that stone cold steve austin was literally laughing in the ring at it like it was that bad stone cold steve austin was just laughing i mean it was the worst stunner cell i've ever seen in my life it was utterly terrible and then tell us about what happened with pat and stone cold steve Austin.
1: oh no we have pat pat you know when you have that nice moment where he's like it's always that oh someone has that moment where they get to have the beer with stone cold i think everybody that's like that would be a wrestling checklist bucket list thing right like to have that beer with him um pat ends up being getting hitting getting hit with a stunner and he mixed of a ragdoll like maybe a triple h ragdoll he like spits the beer out as he's like falling like a dead ragdoll uh it it saved it it saved it yeah it went went from the most amazing um you know sell for the stunner then to the worst to like a pretty funny one
0: yeah it it was great so I'm gonna read a tweet from Jimmy Van from on Twitter he says that Vince McMahon will be 77 in August he's incapable of taking a stunner he reacted to Austin Theory's music as as if it was Stone Cold's and there was 34 year old Pat McAfee bumping for him off of weak clotheslines this is possibly the worst performance in Wrestlemania history three yeah ain't wrong jimmy van yeah ain't wrong so my goodness that was something else
1: you could have closed the show out there.
0: Yeah, it would have <laughs> been the same thing two nights in a row because we, we we got to the main event. um, The biggest WrestleMania match of all time, as said by WWE.
1: Was anticlimactic.
0: Dang, I was getting there, Sorry. bro. You ain't gonna let me build? You no, ain't gonna let me build? I'm watch. trying to have a build.
1: No build. They didn't have <laughs> no build. You get no build. Snatch. <laughs>
0: no, no, no. Roman and Brock had a quote-unquote build. But, ugh, man, what the heck was that? I mean, Roman and Brock, it was just, 12 eh. Minutes long. 12 it, minutes of- it was 12 minutes long. And I had said the over on it was gonna be 30 minutes i thought it was gonna be 30 minutes but even if you don't go 30 it was just kind of like oh that's it it was finisher spamming and that was it your biggest wrestlemania match of all time was finisher spamming it was like 2k22 where you build up all your finishers and then you let them all go at one time
1: we have the spears we have the f9s f5s S5s. i wanted to be a nine i don't know no, but five. uh it's a whole bunch of Superman punches. Yeah, he a did about- A whole bunch. A whole bunch of that. A whole bunch of spears. I just...
0: He did the spear through the barricade. He hit Brock in the nuts. It's the same thing with Brock matches. Every single time. I said, it's going to be a barricade spot. Boom, barricade spot. I was like, he's going to hit him in the nuts. Boom, hits him in the nuts. I'm like, Brock always gets hitting in the nuts. And then it's, what, four Superman punches? Five or six spears? I don't know how many it was. A, a Kimura lock. Roman's like, oh, my shoulder's out. He gets up. Spears, Brock left, and that's the end of the match. And it was just like when it ended. I was like, that's it? I-, I wasn't expecting that to be the end. It's like, that's
1: gotta mean that The Rock's gonna come out, right? You uh, save some time for that? No.
0: So, so, so I, and that's funny because I didn't work myself into the whole The Rock is showing up thing. I didn't think it was showing up by any means. It's not like Survivor Series, but I kind of worked myself into that. WrestleMania, I did not expect The Rock at any point. So I didn't care about that. I cared more that the match kind of sucked.
1: No, the match kind of sucked. And because it was so short is why I was like, oh maybe like, I didn't think that until that moment. I was like, oh, maybe this is what's happening. But no, it just happened so fast. It was just like, oh, okay. Like, I, it's you're unifying the belt. I feel like this should it be. It should have been more. Yeah. Like, it should have been. It, I just keep it going like i
0: yeah and i I thought you wanted this and i and i always say and i always say that like you know i appreciate a match that does kind of end on a whim because a real fight can end at any point you know it doesn't always have to be built up to the finish like sometimes it can just be snap of your fingers it's over but this was billed as the biggest wrestlemania match of all time if you don't even want to take it there it's still your main event of wrestlemania it should have some pomp and circumstance some power some intensity behind the match itself the crowd was into it the Crowd was excited, and this is what you delivered.
1: But but it's not even to say that the twelve minutes were bad. Like the twelve minutes itself, they were they were were fine. They were fine. They were entertaining. There was it was it was meaty, man. It was fast paced. But I I, I guess I maybe I would have savored it differently if I knew if I had already knew that it was going to be short or something. But I was just I was expecting something different from what they usually do, and I feel like that's what it was lacking. Like it was the same cookie cutter Brock and Roman
0: situation. It was it was extremely cookie cutter, and it was just like. Like I said, it was okay, but I think this is definitely a match where WWE built the expectation behind it, and they did not deliver on the expectation behind it. I think WWE delivered a lot on night one. But then I feel like tonight was a lot of underwhelming situations and matches. Your main event was the epitome of all of that for me. Like everyone's going to feel different about the matches and everything. But the main event for me tonight was very, very anticlimactic. I said, that's it? If someone's saying that's it to your WrestleMania main event, the biggest wrestling show of the year, and your main event is supposed to be the biggest match of the year, they should not be saying that's it. Last year at WrestleMania 37 when Roman pinned Edge and Bryan stacked them, people were not saying that's it. They were like, holy crap, that's awesome. People are excited because Roman is, you know, unified champ. I don't really care because I think they're going to fumble it. And I wasn't interested in that in the first place. But it's just like... Wow, your, that's what you gave us. You're
1: left. I feel like at the end of WrestleMania, you should be like, "Wow, that was good." I'm. I can't wait for next year. This is, you know, that feel good feeling. But I feel like this one was just like, "Oh, okay, good goodbye." Yes.
0: Yeah. This mat this main event, it, it did not do it for me. What do you give it as a rating?
1: Uh, I mean, uh, uh, six, five.
0: You're high. Five, I, I, I give. It, I give it a four. I give it a four.
1: Actually, I give it a five.
0: I give it a five because I gave the women's tag match. I think a four. I don't even remember at this point. I'll give it a five. It was average. I gave it a
1: five. Four and a half. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Doesn't bother me. So I mean, no, no, I'm lying. Five Five and a half, going five and a
0: half, five and a half, fair five enough. So let, let's really quickly your thoughts on night two, really quickly.
1: It was very sports entertainment, and so in that factor, good, 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 good. I I had fun. I think I think the energy was consistent, so it wasn't like it hit a hard down or. But I don't think it necessarily had a high up.
0: So I think. so for me for night two um I think night one was better I enjoyed night one a lot more than I did night two not to say night two was bad per se but there was a lot tonight that I really was just either eh or I did not enjoy and I didn't have that on night one as much
1: I enjoyed night one more but I think the lows on night one were low but the highs on night one were high
0: I disagree so I, I agree with that point but I don't see any you said tonight was pretty consistent I think tonight hit either a really low low or it was average what I don't was think the, there was, what a, was a low low I mean the, okay I Vincent Pat okay, stuff the but, New Day stuff
1: the, so the Pat I, I understand we were saying that the Vince stuff was bad but I think it was like it was still that entertains like what the heck is happening so it didn't hit that like oh this is boring like a Charlotte Rhonda situation or
0: like I will watch Charlotte and Rhonda before I watch Vincent Pat I enjoyed Charlotte and Rhonda more than I enjoyed Vincent Pat I enjoyed Vincent Pat from the aspect of what the heck is this and I'm laughing a little bit but not but like I wanted it off my TV Char- like that had like get off my tv type of heat charlotte and Rhonda for me was more so like i don't like this but enjoy your 10 minutes
1: oh i didn't like it at all
0: i didn't either but it was still like enjoy your 10 minutes i i take it over to vincent pat stuff is what i'm saying that's so that's what i'm saying like to me you said tonight was consistent for me it was either low or just eh night one was low and and oh my gosh this is phenomenal for me
1: I agree to disagree
0: yeah so i mean that's what it is but night one was definitely better um i think and then i mean this is my last thought i think wwe had a very unique opportunity tonight with night two to solidify this is one of the best wrestlemanians all, of all time i personally think they dropped the ball personally because i think night two was weak i think it was really weak in terms of the matches put on the excitement level um i i think they missed the mark i think they had a chance because night one was really really good night two really missed the mark for me. Um,
1: I feel like saying really for I me, mean, I'm not gonna say it's like
0: horrible. I don't think it was no, horrible. it wasn't I said horrible. No, I'm not gonna no. say
1: it really missed the mark. I think it just, uh, I think it's, uh.
0: yeah, it, yeah, it was, it was whatever. But overall, um, I think WrestleMania was what I thought it would be. The matches that I was excited for going in, personally, the matches I was excited for going in delivered. The KO stuff, I was super excited for it. Delivered Cody and Seth, I was excited for it. Delivered Becky and Bianca, delivered. Um, I wasn't excited for Roman and Brock, so I'm not even going to count that. It just, that was an edge. They kind of missed the mark for me, but overall, it was still one of the best things on night two for me personally. Um, So I think Mania was kind of what I expected it to be, but I think it was a little bit better.
1: I think you're forgetting how much negative stuff you were saying about it. Well, I,
0: I, I had my excitement level for Mania at a four. I think they hit a six. So it was a little bit better than I thought it would be. Yeah,
1: yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's not the same. Yeah, I, I think it was better than what I was saying it would be.
0: Yeah, so I, I give WWE credit it in terms of the performers (laughs) the booking and stuff you know whatever but the performers were fantastic Um, I'm glad everybody got their Wrestlemania moments and they were able to enjoy everything but let us know what you guys thought of Wrestlemania hit us up in the DMs Uh, hit us up in the comment sections of our posts and everything let us know what you thought of Wrestlemania did you love it did you hate it what would you rate it who cares you know all of those good things so what was your favorite match what was your least favorite match real quick favorite match from both nights or moment or anything what was your what was the highlight for you
1: it's so fresh I need to simmer on this one I don't want to answer that one
0: okay uh for for me it was Cody it it was the Cody stuff I think that was just so exhilarating and exciting for me it was the Cody stuff the Stone Cold stuff is a close second though for me personally
1: it might have been that one I don't know um I do I did I like the Raw Women's Champion match um yeah yes that's
0: a fair shout so yeah so that concludes the most stupendous two-night Wrestlemania in history so guys stay tuned for you know more episodes coming out we hope you enjoyed and keep up the love
1: and support peace bye you've been listening to the unexpected wrestling podcast with dustin and chris sal thank you for tuning in we hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it leave a review it better be positive and keep up with the podcast on instagram and twitter catch you at the next show